0: Take out the mainsail. Throw up that spinnaker. Yeah, hoist the jib up. Come on, lad. I want to see this ship fly. Oh. Nothing like being out on the open sea, eh? Just breathe in that air. Oh. You know what that smells like? It smells like freedom. We won't get that all over, Dragon Elliot. Only on the open sea. Ah. What is it you're hoping to find over on the Isle of Drake? You don't look like the sort that should be running from something. (laughs) You're chasing a fable! Well, you're on the right ship for that, then. Have I got a yarn or two for you? Ah, just looking at this open sea. Reminds me of one that strikes me as the type you'd seek something like this if I recall
1: Hello and welcome back to Fate and Fables my name is Matthew Jackson, your DM Last chapter we listened as the trio of heroes Apollo, the Sky Knight the chosen champion of Drakesfell and the two Gnomish diplomats Edvard and Jaren explored deep into the Meyerstead On the hunt for the Bullywugs responsible for stealing the ancient treasure of the Dawnstars, a golden dragon's egg. The diplomatic mission took them into the hospitality of Bedaran Horace Croker, a Bullywug lord who informed them of the political turmoil within Bulwai society at the moment. Several houses are poised to overthrow King Gub at the forthcoming Toad's Moot. An uneasy alliance is formed between the heroes and this Bedaran. On their way towards Hoppenhall, the hero's barge is ambushed by a pair of ogres augmented by some foul necromancy, and with that, the suspicion that King Gubb is up to some sort of foul play is confirmed. We left our trio as they arrived outside Hoppenhall, where many Bullywogs camp awaiting the ceremony. It was there that Edvard and Jaren were reunited with a frogman they know well, Glorub Gilm a bullywug that has stolen from them and betrayed them countless times in the past. We left the heroes just as Glorib swore to them that he was their ally. There is tension in the swampy air in this chapter 4 of The Dawnstar Thief. Everything I have done, I have done for good reason. You're going to have to trust me. And he releases your hand. He nods to you. I nod back. Jaren, I'm sorry you think so low of me. I say nothing. I hope to prove you wrong. And he slaps back to his own net of tents.
2: You know, I have a saying. It's never too late to be a hero. And uh, perhaps he's turned a new leaf.
3: Perhaps. Perhaps he has. I loved him. Like a son. Not a son. I take that back. (laughs) I loved him like an acquaintance, so you might think about calling a friend once.
4: Mm. <laughs> is that love?
3: <laughs> Look, I have a lot to give. Uh, Has to go somewhere. What does that mean? Uh, you need. You've got a quota of friendship. <laughs> Gotta drain the love tank, baby. Oh, that's a horrible <laughs> oh, that expression. Is a terrible thing to do. Doing upset. that enough with the
2: princess recently. Obsessed. Yeah, <laughs>
3: Um, no, I, I, I hope that you're right, Apollo. I hope that that saying holds true. Mm. Uh, but he is a dirty thief. Uh, it seems from behind you,
1: uh, both uh, Bedarand and uh, Bedarand Croker overhear you as you return back to your tents. And Bedorand um turns his head. He barely has a neck, like pretty much does.
2: Um, Looks like he sounds.
1: <laughs> and he just, <laughs> he just goes. He just goes... Sorry.
2: Do you speak common?
1: He does not speak common. Of course he does. But what he said is Be wary of a gilm. Whilst they are a good house, you never quite know what they're doing.
2: They've
4: stolen from us before.
1: And of us, as is the Bully way.
2: Maybe there is a larger picture here. Do you steal from them as well?
1: Uh, In the past we have, but there's not been much to steal lately.
3: Not many pretties going around? No,
1: they've all been collected.
3: By Gub? The House of Gub, yes. And is the uh, uh, possession of pretties a denotation of power in Bullywog society? Oh, yes. Is it the main one? It's one of the biggest ones, yes. One of the biggest. What's the second biggest? Uh, Real power. Real power. The power of force and troops. Ah, oh, okay. Of military, military magic Military
2: power. No, but what was the word force you said? Force and troops. <laughs> this is the first word again? Force. I, I don't know what you're saying. Fourth. Forks.
1: Forks? No, not forks. Is, is it like... Like, like forks? Cutlery. Like power under your... your force.
2: Like what like, comes after the third?
1: N- no, like... Like stalks, like the bird. No, not stalks. Like fourth. Like,
2: for, for? Oh, Fork? No. Oh you... Everybody He's saying forks As in no, oh.
1: Cutlery?
2: Cutlery Yes clean.
1: <laughs> No I'm not talking about cutlery You're welcome That doesn't make any sense Morse. Why, why would the king of the Baliwai Be ruling Because they have the most forks Maybe
2: they're pretty forks We're not
1: here to judge Jeez yeah. because... We're just trying to learn about your culture We're trying You see how many men I have And you see how many men The Have And you see how many men The Gilm have Well that's slightly more Bullywogs than how many Lord Gub has so it's four.
2: so you'd have to feed them quite a bit which means there'd be a lot of cutlery no, over. a lot of
1: forks oh. so oh. you've got four of them no four, four more? oh god
2: Well, mystery for another day
1: oh. I find myself drying out I need to be dipped oh <laughs> no, no. He goes just off. the dip? stop it <laughs> and he goes away uh, to a small pool of which there are many around, and he dumps himself in there along with several other Bully rugs that are in <laughs> there. <Dumps.
3: laughs> when and they do that... Take do they... Dump. <laughs> he dumps, a he dumps dump. into a dip. Oh. <laughs> he, he dampens his dump with a dip. Stop. <laughs> it's more <laughs> nomish abnorm- poetry. Out of you. <laughs> he got he another, dampened his dump with a dip one day. He dampened... <laughs> he got another book in you. <laughs> um,
1: eventually, there is a large uh there's a very loud noise sounded um oh i should add that uh the wyvern gwyl has uh landed as well with you um what's what's she doing yeah. um she is preening. <laughs> yeah she's sort of like looking under she's sort of like nibbling under a wing like scratching try preening basically yeah. um every now and again a bully work holding like supplies or like just with a task maybe it's, it's Ferrying a message or something will go past uh, Gwil and she'll let out a big hiss as they go past, and they'll like quickly, hurry along mm-hmm. their way. With a bit, Maybe a couple of times she hisses and they hop very far, like out of the way. <laughs> hmm. um, like in shock, like fear? Yeah.
3: Like <laughs> <Just> boing off. <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs>
1: um, but a very loud croak emerges from a seemingly hop and halt. Um, it's just very, oh, shit. I can't even do it. I have to get it with the effects, but just, but very loud and just sort of like shakes the echoes. ground and it echoes around and a drawbridge is just lowered down, um, to the other side, uh, of, the I run through first. You sprint through. Then yeah. unfortunately before you can, before you can Damn. sprint all the way through, <laughs> There is a bully work start to amass And your camp was not right next to it Okay, Um, cool You do notice, however That um, The gilms Mm. Have not gone in But instead have left Mm. Um, And uh, only Glorob Walks through Um, And uh, Is he holding anything? He is not holding anything He seems to have a pouch He is dressed very similarly to the other Bedarans And he slaps his way across the bridge Along with the 100 or so Bullywugs In uh, the other houses You guys follow through in the crowd And You Enter into A thin corridor Or not too thin Maybe like 10 feet wide Um, and walk through that. There are many wooden doors either side. They're low down. So Apollo, you sort of have to duck if you're going through any doorways. Mm. Um, but you eventually enter into a very great hall. Um, there is a large stained glass window, um, maybe 30 feet, like huge, taking up almost one of the walls high up on the other end, um it is depicting um, a large toad with its arm outstretched and another toad even greater to that with its foot outstretched, almost as if there's like one leaping from the other. Um, And uh, underneath this stained glass um, is a dais of... Three circular steps leading up to a great throne um, upon which King Gub sits. In front of him is a small stone table. Um, to his side is a great glass mirror ordained with silver um, weaving in and out of it, a great frog's head in um embossed on the top of it. Um, Around him are small bollywogs. Um, there's one fanning him and there's one with a bucket just sloshing him every <coughs> oh, now and then. It's Counter,
2: counterintuitive. You just get dry from the fanning.
1: <laughs> it, I believe it's the fans to cool him and uh, it helps when like he's wet. Humidifier and a dehumidifier. Like, ridiculous. Um, around the room, the, dominating the room is a giant long uh, stone table of which there must be, like, 50 seats, easily. And dotted around the room are pools set into the ground, circular, almost like a hot tub, but set into the ground, um, of still water, of which, as you walk in, bed, um bullywugs slump into uh, and take their seats. Some of the more important ones take their seats at the table. Um, and uh, you see that occasionally... Um, Smaller bullywugs scurry to and fro, um, dampening them with uh, cloths and occasionally (laughs) dumping full buckets of water onto their head. Um, The buckets of water seem to be of a dark greenish brownish liquid. Yum. Um, There is a humongous toad to the side of the room, sitting maybe five, six feet away from King Gub. Um, I'm talking like maybe like ten feet tall, ten feet wide, Jeez, um, and it what's sits the there still, dark brown and green. Okay. Um, its eyes sit at half, half open. Its lids sort of lazily. It's literally a toad. It's not a. Bullet. It's literally a toad. Oh. Um, you may have heard of them before. They are known as humongous toads.
3: Scatchy. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: as. People start to enter in. Bullywugs take their seats. And um, King Gub waits for everybody to be settled and to stop talking before he sits. You see he is humongous in size, even almost greater than how big you saw him before. He is a dark, greyish green. Um, His eyes set deep into his head. Look around the room. Does he have any pretties on display in the room? He does indeed. Oh, I okay. sitting on top of his head is a gold crown which has four th- thin spires that s- hold a gleaming <laughs> glinting dragon's egg. Oh shit.
0: Welcome, my people.
1: He claps, lazily. (laughs) Take your seats, we shall dine, and we shall talk of the affairs of the bullwine. But, before we begin, it seems we have some guests. Present
3: yourselves, guests.
2: My name is Lady Apollo. Defender of Dregsfell Herald of Bahamut And champion of the peace And I believe you know these two men King Gub
3: I am King Gub We know Lord <laughs> King of the Milestead. Yes, We've met Yeah, we've Protector met Protector of the Bullywags Gubby Gabos! King of all
1: pretty Big G Master of the Hopfolk And Lord
3: of Hoppenhall How uh, about that name, by the way? It's
4: quite long <laughs> Something um, else. We, we met at the Obsidian Castle uh, not long ago. Not Deep long ago. Uh, yes, we saved your life from the djinn that was wanting to kill you, remember? We are Jaren and Edvard.
1: His, na- his eyes now. Everybody's very quiet whilst you guys are screaming across the hall.
4: you remember being saved by two domes? <laughs> you were...
1: My advisors told me I was saved by my advisors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, you, you,
4: you were at the, um, in that cave, and you saw us fight the djinn.
1: His face sort of screws up into a sort of pained expression almost. I do remember the djinn. A horrible man.
4: Yes, we killed him. We
1: killed him. Well done.
4: <laughs> we're the reason that you didn't die then.
1: He glares over at, like, a group of Bullywugs sitting down at the table... And they all sort of, like, look slightly afeared, like, afraid between them, um, and, like, stare at each other, and, like, one of them even does, like, a shrug, just like... <laughs> <laughs> it seems that Bullywogs will say anything these days to gain power.
4: Apparently. Well, we're here on behalf of uh, the dawn stars of Drexfell. Oh,
2: excuse me. Should we speak in private? Uh, yes. What?!
4: I believe we can address everyone.
2: If you believe that's a that's a safe course. Why not? Uh,
4: <laughs> no, you, go. uh you, you represent the Dawn Stars. you have their um their message, I believe.
3: No Jaron. Why don't you do it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> off you go. Um Apollo
4: oh,
1: sits down. <laughs>
4: what's your question?
1: What's your
3: What is your question?
4: Uh, it's not so much a question, more of a, a story. You are um, holding us
0: all up.
1: Um, <laughs> one of the one of the bullywugs standing at his side. Um, he seems to be very very, very well dressed as well. Um, he goes, I believe King Nab wants his first course.
4: We'll get to that, yes.
1: Anyway, um, a message from the dawn. Bring cells. the king's first course while everybody else waits. <clears throat>
4: The Dawnstars have recently had something stolen from them and it was discovered that there were footprints of bullywogs at the crime scene.
2: Now, we (laughs) have... Sorry, I'm scanning the crowd as this information is given out.
1: You see that uh, Glorub is sitting at a section of the table and none of his uh, kin are sitting with him. So he's surrounded by, like, a bunch of empty seats. Mm. But he seems to be sitting with his hands sort of intertwined um, as if he is, like... Uh, just waiting calmly at his table (laughs) sort of a a calm look on his face
4: keep going going. the item that was stolen was a golden dragon's egg Uh, now the dawn stars know that bullywogs were the ones that have taken it and would like to resolve the matter by having it returned they do not wish to go to war but if it is not returned they will not shy away
1: from it war my people would gladly fight and die for me. Um, to protect they all will if you my do. My Every single one will die if you don't. There is a hubbub, like people, like a commotion of people talking back and forth. Um, and eventually he has to... Quiet down, quiet down. You have come here...
4: On a diplomatic mission, yes.
1: To depose me, I see. Literally, no. To snatch pretties from my head. Make
3: a persuasion roll. Sure.
4: We only wish to take back which was taken originally.
3: <laughs> ah, eloquent Jaren.
1: <laughs> a bard. <laughs> High charisma. Fourteen. Uh, fourteen. Um, it seems you are asking of me something of which I cannot give.
4: Return what was stolen. No, just make aware that something was stolen. And if you know what was stolen, to have it returned.
2: Hmm. This is a message to all in the hall. If you do have uh, what was stolen.
1: I assume what you are referring to is my glorious golden crown. (gasps) Mm.
2: No. How
4: recently did you come into possession of the item sitting atop your golden egg? Not but a week ago. Oh, it was a week ago that the golden egg was stolen.
1: Nevertheless, it was a lovely gift from one of my bedaran.
4: Which one?
3: I am not at liberty to tell you, an outsider, anything. Was it Glorub Gilm of the (laughs) Maestead? He just,
1: like, his whole body, like, ripples (laughs) as he stops himself from answering. I am not at liberty to say... Did your advisors tell you to say that? (laughs) I will not be questioned in my own throne room! The
4: diplomatic message that we have been told to pass on...
1: He stands, he stands.
4: That if it is not returned, that there will be a non-diplomatic resolution formed.
1: Well, it seems that you are the first of the invaders sent from Drakesfell, is it? No His jowls quiver We do not wish to
4: invade We wish to have possessions returned
1: Well this is Part of King Gub and House Gub's Pretty treasury
3: You got it a week
1: ago
4: So you're not going to return it Is what you're saying
1: I shall deliberate over the course of the meal
3: King Gub if you lose that pretty You will not rule this kingdom anymore will you
1: well, I shall... He, like, looks over all of his <laughs> men. Our house, Gub, will serve all bully works. That <laughs> is the most strong house. Everybody says so. It's the best house because we have the most men and we have the greatest pretties, as you can all see.
4: How many pretties do you have other than a that? A great wealth... They?
1: What I are they? On I will gather a list for you. Go And he points down to one of the bollywogs sitting in a pool. Go get them a list of our treasury. And he splashes out of the water and quickly hops off. Now I'm hungry. So are we. Let's eat. He claps. Everybody starts eating. And some, some Bollyworks even start playing some string instruments uh, on the side of uh, the hallway. Uh, there's a harp. There's several violins. What kind of music do they play? It's quite tasteful. It's quite. <laughs> oh really? It's like <laughs> tra- classical orchestral music. Like- I was thinking like poker. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. It's it's quite, it's quite nice. Oh um, lovely. There's even there's even one bullywug that starts uh, croaking rhythmically, uh, almost like he is rapping in bullywug. Oh my god. Um. But yeah. Uh. And but it it sounds odd to your ears, but uh, pleasant. Um. So, you guys commencing the meal. Um, all around you, uh, a, the, first, the first placed in front of you is a dish full of this brown, blackish slime, um, and uh, everybody commences about washing their hands in it, um, and slapping their hands into it. Um, do you guys do anything? I stare at it and keep my hands folded on my lap. I push it to the side. A bullywug comes up... Uh, to Lady Apollo Hmm. Uh, would you like a sloshing
2: I'm quite fine thank you thank you Uh, go
3: (laughs) (laughs) he steps to the side to Edward a sloshing um no not right now Uh, okay Uh, he steps again to
1: Jack never a slosh a sloshing (laughs) never okay Uh, and he goes to to the one right next to Jared a sloshing uh the hippos like, Oh yes hit me on me and I'll <laughs> hit you. As you say it it splashes <laughs> and you are hit on the side of your arm by a splash full of my stead goop. Um mm. What does it smell like? <laughs> uh it smells like bog water. Ugh. Because Jeez. it is indeed bog water. Oh, no. I
3: was hoping for some nutrient filled like, you know Oh it is. It just smells but like it bog, is bog water. water.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um So as the it meal like a smoothie. continues <laughs> Um, several mm-hmm. of the Bullywugs start standing up and moving places as they just chatter between the courses. Um, there's some fish that's placed around, um, but I, I don't know if any of you are actually hungry. Do any of you eat the food? This place My and probably... hands folded yeah. hold it on my lap. <laughs> you, eat, you eat the fish? I try everything. Uh, okay, so the first course seems to be a, a type of fermented fish. Okay. Um, and it's a very strong taste. Okay. But eventually, once your taste buds stop screaming, yep. um, it's <laughs> quite nice. Cool. Um, and you grow accustomed to it. And after that fish... The rest of the courses taste really nice. It's almost like that pill that you take that when you eat onions, it tastes sweet. Yep. It just changes your your, your palate uh, cool. to where the rest of them taste nice. Um, great. Do I feel full?
3: Yeah, if you feel full. Yeah,
1: great, um, great. And you may treat this meal, because it's over the course of half an hour, as a short rest, if you would like to. Oh, lovely. Um, and you may heal a bit if any of you need to, um, as you like stretch out your muscles. Um, eventually, Croker comes up to... The three of you, um, at a place opposite you. So, that was quite a remarkable outcry you did against the king. I think quite bold, quite bold.
4: It actually wasn't against anybody. It was just a, uh, an announcement to return what was taken.
1: You're right, but an announcement can be a threat.
4: I guess anything could be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right.
2: Are you threatening
4: me?
1: No. Are you sure? Yes.
2: Well... I would like to make clear, we hold no sides in this political uh, battle. Uh, we, we just want the egg back. We just okay. want the egg back.
1: Well, so do you wish to challenge King Gub?
4: Uh, we didn't actually say anything about a challenge. Oh, here's,
1: here's my proposition, proposition for you. Um, we wish for King Gub to be oh. Ah,
4: so you want us to do your dirty work?
1: And in return we shall give you the egg upon his crown.
4: How do we know that you won't take it?
1: You could destroy him just as you could destroy us. Although we would overwhelm you with our sheer numbers. But many would die and you would be terribly harmed.
3: Aren't there like a hundred of you guys outside? Yes. We'd be fine. What? Yeah. Your frogs. Yeah, yes, we would be fine. Who yes. said that? Oh <laughs> uh, no, this <there's>, a <laughs> good dinner.
1: Hundreds of us. Plus mounted yeah, lizard fine. cavalry.
2: We got a dragon. <laughs> a wyvern. Yes. Uh, sorry, sorry. It's okay. It's sorry, fine. Apollo.
1: Uh, I did look. I
2: did. I, if I am one thing it is honorable. If I am another it is a hero. Uh <laughs> we're we are not going to partake in this this uh, Game of Thrones is what I'd call it. <laughs> <laughs> A oh. literal game involving throws. <laughs> now... Unless we have threatened ourselves.
3: Mm.
4: Unless we need to defend ourselves.
3: Oh, I see. Is there a way in which I think we- I could... Never mind. What? No- what? What? Oh, did no, th- I heard you say
2: something. I didn't... Say what you said.
1: If you will force our hand, you- there is no way that you will get that egg off of King Gub's head. Why? Without taking him off that throne. Yes, he, he
3: he will he will Did, fight you. Does Bullywog Society have some kind of tradition where we can just say, "Hey, three on one combat"? Yes. Oh,
2: continue.
1: This is, was my original plan before you all said that you were too honor- honorable.
2: Uh, I'll, I'll close one ear. Go ahead. We <laughs> could
1: take the big toad,
2: couldn't we? Yes. Is there a tradition?
1: So, there's a tradition where the heads of great houses may pick a champion <laughs> to fight for them. And each of the great houses could pick each of you. Would this be something that you'd be... And it's supposed to be a free-for-all. But you see, in an alliance, this is not such.
3: So we're allowed to have the alliance?
1: Yes, and in the past, King Gub has been able to thwart all of us because look at him, he's huge!
2: Does he fight himself?
1: Yes! Oh. <laughs> him and his giant toad.
2: Oh, he gets the toad with him. How yes. come he gets two champions, himself and the toad?
1: Oh, it was a really weird ruling, but he made it so that you can have pets in the fight, which I, is why I've, I've been trying to train pet. my lizard, but it's, it doesn't got the fight in it. It's too peaceful. So
2: my wife a good fight.
1: Oh, yes. I mean, if you could get it in here.
2: <laughs> Funny.
1: <laughs> That's patronizing. He sort of
2: like like shrinks (laughs) in himself. Defeated? Yeah. Defeated. Well, uh, what do you
3: say? Fight the toad and the gub?
4: Well, can we just have a bit of a chat amongst ourselves while we uh, deliberate and take into consideration your generous offer?
3: Yes,
1: and just so you know, Glorub Gilm of the Maestead has a backup plan should you be in dire straits. He has readied his Lizard cavalry, his small forces, outside of the keep, and should you get into too much trouble, you merely must blow this horn, and he reaches <laughs> into his robes and pulls out a small brass horn, and it, sh- and he holds it up to Jaren, and it should signify that you need some help. I reach out and I take the horn. Yes. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> And you stow it away? I do. Now, hopefully you shouldn't need that, as it will put us in jeopardy. As if a clan fights, then the clans may just all out war against each other, as it sort of breaks our honourable truths. But we think it's more important that King Gub gets toppled than our true peace be maintained.
4: Well, we'll just have a bit of a chat and we'll get back to you on whether or not we uh, are going along with this plan of yours.
1: Okay. Think well. (laughs) Think deep. We huddle together. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) He walks away. Ah. The only place where you don't have Bullywug ears directly next to you is one of these pools.
0: Oh. Oh, Oh,
3: God. What are we... Do we go in the pool, boys?
2: And gal Let's have a dip
1: <laughs> You each dip into the pool oh oh. It's cold I shudder oh. as I get it's in Slimy. Oh. Oh. Um, slimy <laughs> For Lady Apollo It only comes up to like your waist For the gnomes It comes right up to your neck Oh wow Because <laughs> you're
3: slightly too short sure. We're like... properly wet
2: yes. <laughs> I tell you what It feels thick
3: <laughs> You can feel that viscosity Yes I'm holding back vomit
4: that might actually make this pool clean up yes. if I do vomit into it.
1: Is the water dirty?
3: Is uh, bog water?
1: It seems there is like sort of like a slight foam that sits swirling in the centre, <laughs> but it, it, there's not like litter in it. There's not like sticks.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Still.
4: <laughs> if we go along with this um, battle royale mm. as it were, yes. Um, I mean it's against King Gub. We're not entirely sure if it was the Gub family name that were even the original thieves of this but egg. he's
2: refusing to give back the egg and therefore he is, he is a part of it all
4: yes he is a part of it and I agree but but it would mean that uh, if we were to go into an alliance with the rest of them we could be going into an alliance with those who stole the egg originally
3: well it was uh, Glorb who did well we said that we're not really interested in the politics of this place we just want the egg back True. No, I, I say that's what we focus on. Leave the leave the bullywogs to their games. Yes.
4: Should we try and get them to promise not to take anything from the Dawn Stars ever again?
2: Well, they've already By had help. Yeah. They'd already had that that promise though was the thing. I feel like it was an implied implied thing not to be. Could thief.
3: be a bullywog thing. <laughs> they can take anything they want as long as they've been told not to.
2: Yes. Well, I don't know about that, but we can ask. <laughs>
3: So what's the so will plan? We, will we go along
2: with this battle royale for now?
3: Best plans so far. I, I think we can take them.
2: Yeah. Three, three against
3: two. He can barely move. Are these
4: lizards yes. waiting outside going to rob us once we claim the prize? I'd like to see them try. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. Let's do it. Um, yeah. We'll find this this uh, person that offered the deal. Who was it here? Cro- Horus was...
1: Kroka.
3: Kroka, we'll find Better run Horus As
1: As you are... Oh, that's weird. Uh, As you are finishing up discussing your plan, uh, you are offered another course of the meal whilst you sit in your pit in your slosh (laughs) pool. Um, It seems this one is like many smaller crustaceans dipped in a sort of mush that sort of looks Mm -hmm. like mashed potato but doesn't smell like mashed potato, Um, and uh, it sort of wafted Mm -hmm. under each of your noses. I will take one. Edvard takes one. Yeah, you crunch sure. it down. Yeah. Oh, it tastes delicious. Okay. Tastes like so like the best seafood you've had, oh. and like it's creamy.
4: What does it smell like to us?
1: To you two? Yeah. Oh, it smells fetid <laughs> and nasty, like old seafood left in a bin. I actually <laughs> vomit in the pit. <laughs> oh, Jared! Oh, Jab it. I leap out of the pit. I get out. Well. I exit the pit. Yes.
2: Sharon just vomited in the pit. And then you just left it.
1: <laughs> then dump and run. The next. Do you see that there's. The next bullywogs just get in the pit. <laughs> they are waiting for you. And some of them just sort of like splash some of the vomit away, but it mixes into the. Oh. Uh, the um, they don't have. A, they, they don't vomit, so they don't really know what that is. Um <laughs> no they <one> don't me vomit, <laughs> um, I mean they are constantly emitting mucus from their flesh, so. yeah, but that's like that's one concept of, that's of why vomits. it's really bad if bullywogs are poisoned because they cannot vomit that back up oh, yeah. um, so uh it is slowly the courses start to settle down, someone like flips some fish into the giant toad's mouth and it just catches it out of the air um. King Gub is eating off of his small table just in front of his throne um, and eventually the, uh, the dinner subsides. Now, I have made a decision on whether or not to return to you your supposedly stolen egg. I could not know if you were trying to Make some sort of ploy to steal it yourself, as my advisors told me. So, I have chosen to keep it, despite the dangers that the nice dead might face. It is a sacrifice that I am okay with doing. Um, now, on to the true reason that we have gathered here. Bullywugs for the Toad's Moot at Hoppin Hall. We are gathered here to celebrate my ruling as King Gub, <laughs> King of the Mystead, and to talk about what pretties you might want to dedicate to me. Um, and as he finishes, he sort of like is like waving a few fingers in the air um, and uh, bed around Croker stands from his seat King Gab I am talking to you right now to tell you that I Bederan Croker my compatriots Bederan Gilm and Bederan Frol, do not see you fit to rule on the slimy throne <laughs> and we wish to challenge you to a true battle to see who is the strongest who is fit to rule the said. King Gub uh, shakes and jiggles with a laughter <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear Horace you have grown uppity over the last few years, haven't you? I accept your challenge. Well, I nominate to fight for me. I give him the thumbs up. The champion, <laughs> Apollo, <laughs> of the dr- of the Dawnstar. I accept. Herald of the House <laughs> Croaker. Yes. Champion of Bahamut.
2: You oh. miss you miss sorry. What, I don't want to be what? I don't want to be that person. You put up your hand. You've, uh, you missed a title. What, what,
1: what?
2: I'm champion of the peace.
1: Oh right. yes. Champion of the Peace. Yes. Um another bully work stands up. It seems to be uh, the bedaran of <laughs> And he points at Edvard. <laughs>
3: Assuming he just... Uh, at me. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I hope it's not offensive. Um, uh, I accept. I accept, I accept, I accept. You dance on the table. Um, <laughs> and
1: finally, Glorup Gilm stands. And I... Invoke the right to have Jaren Jeeves Bramble represent House Gilm as my champion. I stand... While scratching my eye, and I just nod <laughs> Just, 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 just nod. over it. You're yep. just not okay with the circumstances, <laughs> but you nod. That counts as a yes, <laughs> says Glorib. Um King Gub sort of sits deep into his chair back, like his face frowning. It seems... You have brought guests to fight your fights for you. No matter. I shall squash them into the ground as I have squashed champions before them. Is that
4: because you're quite large?
1: It is because I am the greatest bully one to ever sit atop this throne. You are quite large, then. Uh... I'm
2: calling Gwil.
1: Everybody roll initiative. (laughs) (laughs) Not 20.
2: 15.
3: 18. Get it where it matters. Boom. <laughs> okay.
1: So, starting this initiative, you'll leap up from your chairs as through the stained glass window, after Apollo whistles, smashes through our um uh Gwill, uh, letting out a quick jet of fire up into the ground. Many bullywogs. Like, shout and gasp as glass rains down um, around her. Um, she lets out a terrible cry as she flaps atop uh, King Gub and all of the uh, Bullywugs. Uh, Jaren, it is your turn.
4: Who are you fighting?
1: <laughs> King Gub and the Toad. Oh, and the Toad. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are they in any kind of, like, line... Uh, no, the King Gub is in his chair and the Big Toad is <laughs> maybe like 10 feet to his left. Cool. To your left. I'm gonna just draw my um, loot axe. Yes. I'm gonna play a. you gonna sling it from the side of your shoulder. Sling it from the side of my shoulder. I'm gonna play a, an electric cord. Yep. And fire a lightning bolt right, right at the Big Toad. Okay.
3: Oh, pop uh, it.
1: As you. Uh, as your fingers. Dance back and forth uh, between sorry as your fingers dance back and forth between uh, the electric melody um, a spark dances between the strings as the melody gets faster and faster and your fingers play and King Gub raises his hand and closes his fist and the music stops the electricity darts away and he mutters a quick <laughs> under his breath in Bullwye, and the magic just <laughs> leaves you. Oh, well, fuck. Shit. Um, it is now. I can't even cast, like, um, can't give. Oh, you may. That is not the end of your turn, sorry. Yeah. Ah, okay, great. Well, I'm going to give inspiration to Apollo. Um, Do I give this
2: one back? Is this still valid? Just oh, keep it. Keep, just keep, keep it. that yeah. one.
1: It only lasts like ten minutes. Cool. Yeah, but it's for any action you wish to take that that requires a roll of a d twenty. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say to you, "Be brave." <laughs>
2: I always am.
1: Yeah, you you mutter it um as the magic leaves you um and the words hang in the air as Apollo um hears it and you are just filled with heroism and because I said it like a bit deeper and without that harsh tone it like sticks a bit more is that yeah, like, you put on yeah, your shock. your disguise voice <laughs> yeah. um, it is King Gub's turn he stands from his chair and he leaps 30 feet through the air and lands <sighs> Jesus. with a thud in front of of the three of you standing in the chair. Um, he swings, he takes an axe that was stuffed in the back of his belt behind him. He's, he is wearing a giant robe, almost like a muumuu. <laughs> or like a poncho. That Front goes covering? Like, yes, yeah. and there's a great leather belt that goes around it. He pulls an, an axe from his side um, with many jewels embedded into it, silver head, and swings it down in an arc
2: much quicker than you
1: would imagine for his size, uh, right towards Edvard. Um, That is a hit. Great. Uh, Please take... uh, Please take 13 points of damage. Damn. um, As it cuts into you, uh, and... It manages to rip through your silks and you feel the edge slice into your flesh. It feels cold, like a wind has just whipped through you and oh. you feel like the taste of iron in your mouth as it as it bleeds oh, uh, on your side. Um, he laughs as his <laughs> other fist flies <laughs> towards you. Yeah. Far out. Um, and it stops just in front of your head um, no, it, not dis- it, it flies just beside your head as you dodge out of the way. Mm. Um, it is now his toad's turn. And it, too, leaps to life. And as it is in the air midway, its large tongue shoots out and flies forward at Jaren. Oh, my God. Please oh, make a uh, dexterity save. Uh-oh. Um, that is Eight. Eight. Its tongue flies forward, and your entire head is enveloped by the sticky, bulbous end. And by the time it has landed on the ground with a great thump, you are inside its mouth, your little legs kicking out of the rim of its mouth. That was Chapter 4 of The Dawnstar Thief. Thank you as always for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, feel free to send us a message, uh, tell your friends about the show, and give us a rate and review on iTunes. It would be super appreciated. Uh, This was the penultimate chapter of The Dawnstar Thief, as you may have guessed, since they are currently battling with King Gub, who has a giant golden Dawnstar egg precariously balanced on top of his head. Um, And that means that next week is the finale of this fable, uh, after which... I will be taking a bit of a hiatus on Fate and Fables. Um, I've been releasing for a fair few months now, every week, and I just need a bit of time to get ahead of the editing and plan out some of the other stuff for the show, and to be honest, just to get a bit of a rest to avoid burning out. Um, But don't worry, uh, the Fables will return around mid-January, in a couple of months, uh, with a fresh Fable for your ears. Um, So stay tuned for the finale of Dawnstar Thief next week, And that's all for now. My name is Matthew Jackson, and this was Fate and Fables.